What's up people, welcome back to Essie Podcast Essie here with my new fellas Osva Hi there Halo Essie, senang sekali Osva di sini bisa nemenin Essie yang super cute Gimana kabar pendengar Sekolah Ciputra Podcast hari ini? Pasti keren dan sehat ya Hari ini apa topik kita ya Esi? Absolutely, we're all healthy and doing great. Well, we have a story about something. Wah cerita, pasti bakalan seru nih. Cerita apaan sih Esi? Osva penasaran deh. The story of mom and daughter who discussed the child's learning at school. Wow, wow, wow. nggak sabar nih. Ayo kita dengerin sama-sama. Mommy, mommy, I want to show you something. I have got I means perfect for my city creator task. Wah, luar biasa. Loh, dapat I, 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 I. Apa itu I? Kok enggak seratus sih? No, mommy. It includes all of the process of my learning. Masa sih? Ini mami penasaran. Kok nilainya beda sama zaman mami sekolah dulu ya? Apa yang muncul di benak Anda ketika mendengar kata penilaian? Baik, jelek, lumayan, biasa saja, memuaskan, nol, seratus. Apakah hanya sebatas itu saja? Lalu bagaimana dengan penilaian di sekolah Ciputra? Untuk yang penasaran, tenang kita cari tahu jawabannya. Karena kali ini, Sekolah Ciputra Podcast akan membahas, mengupas tuntas tentang penilaian. Let's go! Okay, today we have two awesome experts in the assessment. They are... Hi, I'm Mr. Simon, the DP Coordinator at Sekolah Ciputra. Halo, saya Mr. Yan. Saya PIP Coordinator dari Sekolah Ciputra. Today we have three awesome teachers in our Sekolah Ciputra podcast. They are going to talk about assessment. Can you say hi to all the listener? Hi, hi everyone. Hi everyone. My name is Mr. Evan and I'm from high school. And I'm Miss Karina also from high school. I'm Miss Cindy from elementary. Assessment? Interesting. Let's ask the expert, Mr. Simon. Hi, Mr. Simon. Hi, Essie. Okay, so what is assessment? Well, here at Scholar there are two main forms of assessment, formative and summative assessments. While a student is learning and inquiring, teachers will use formative assessment to help gauge the student's understanding of the material and decide what progress has been made or what needs to be reviewed. Then, Typically, at the end of a unit, teachers will set a summative task as an assessment of the learning to clarify student understanding and achievement. And what is the purpose of assessment? The primary purpose of assessment is to improve student learning through the provision of specific feedback, meaning that the assess- assessment informs parents and students about the student's strengths and weaknesses. Assessment helps the school and teachers provide meaningful te- feedback to students and then allows teachers to reflect upon their teaching practice and look at how we, as a school, need to improve in order to help students more effectively in the future. Oh gitu. Jadi seharusnya nilai itu tidak harus dilihat dari hasil tes kan? Terus mister, sebenarnya 
apa saja sih cara-cara untuk menilai pekerjaan siswa? Banyak sekali yang kita bisa lakukan untuk menilai pekerjaan siswa dan juga tergantung bentuk tugas dan pekerjaan siswa. Untuk tugas yang berbentuk performance atau presentasi, kita bisa nilai siswa menggunakan rubrik. Untuk menilai sikap dan perilaku siswa sehari-hari, guru juga bisa menggunakan checklist dan juga catatan anekdot atau catatan guru ya bahasa gampangnya. Untuk tugas yang berhubungan dengan skills tertentu seperti menulis dan membaca, akan dinilai menggunakan eksemplar atau continuum untuk bisa menentukan tingkat kemampuan siswa terhadap standar yang telah ditentukan. Halo Esi, thank you for doing this task. You show your management skill in finishing this task on time. You have tried your best in doing research. Thank you, Miss, but but I still have difficulties in. No worries. You have shown lots of skills in creating the city creator task. It would be better if you add more colors on the buildings. Thank you. Thank you for the feedback, Miss. I will do my best. Students are different, so how to assess them? I heard that Sekolah Ciputra has differentiated instructions. What is that? Well, to understand what differentiated instructions are is to first think about the statement from the strategic plan about Pensacola. It states, to empower students to become self-directed, critical thinkers and creative thinkers who know how to plan, design and collaborate with others, this means this is the development of student agency. And student agency, it's an IB guiding principle. An agency is basically when our students have ownership of their own learning and action that comes from that learning. Our job is to facilitate opportunities with their learning that enable more active participation for the students. Therefore, differentiated instructions are the development of the students' understanding about themselves as learners and knowing the best way they know to learn. Jadi, kalau seumpama nilainya beda-beda nih ya, gimana dong cara siswa untuk memenuhi kriteria standar penilaian yang ditentukan sekolah? Tentu sekolah tetap memiliki standar kriteria penilaian. Dan hasil penilaian kita menentukan siswa mana yang telah mencapai standar tersebut, siswa mana yang sedang berusaha mencapainya, dan bahkan ada juga siswa yang mampu melebihi standar ekspektasi dari kriteria penilaian. Dan dari situ kita bisa memberikan instruksi atau tugas yang berbeda bagi setiap kelompok siswa tersebut sesuai dengan kebutuhannya. Maka dari itu kita lebih memilih penilaian yang berbentuk deskriptif, dan tidak memberikan nilai berbentuk angka saja. Dan sebisa mungkin bentuk tugas dan pekerjaan siswa juga beragam, tidak hanya dalam bentuk tes. We notice that teachers in school Ciputra are assessing students all the time. Is that true? When usually teachers in school Ciputra assess their students? At high school, we use two different types of assessments, formative and summative assessments. The formative assessment would normally be done at about week 5 and 7 of the term prior to the summative assessment, while the summative assessment would be given at the end of the unit. Other than the formative and summative assessments, teachers would also assign different types of homework. It can be a research-based presentation, case study, quiz, or other forms of homework depending on the nature of the subject. And these assessments are all equally important processes to the students' learning experiences. 
Okay, in the elementary primary, the children are learning how to self-assess themselves, and this is this is an inclusive assessment where children take certain responsibilities for their assessment while developing student agency, where the students know themselves as learners and being able to talk about what they are learning and why. Teachers use their professional judgments along with PYP elementary assessments, which and these can be different forms such as self-assessment, peer assessment rubrics, checklists, success criteria, teacher observations, teacher feedback, which can be oral or written, and rubrics. Yes, it's true. Well, like what Miss Karina said before, that we have two types of assessment in high school, formative and summative assessment, and all the instructions, date, and the requirement of the assessment can be seen directly on the managed pack. Okay. Thank you for sharing. And then, how do you report it to parents? For submitted homework, formative and summative assessments, we would report the grades and comments to the student's piece of work using the manage pack. You know, what is super powerful is when students absolutely know what they're doing. When they can talk about their learning and why they're learning, that's success. The three wise three-way student conference is a powerful method for sharing with, with parents. The students share with their mums and dads their, their learning achievements and this gives students ownership and empowerment when they can talk about their own learning. Mid-year and end of year formal school report gives the assessment progress results. We offer the IPTC program. IPTC is virtual parent-teacher conference to accommodate the teachers and parents to discuss the students' academic progress challenge based on their report and from the program the parents will know what support that students need from both parent and teacher to be ready and get better in the future lagi apa kak what are you doing sweetheart i am doing my project mommy aduh 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 kasihan gak usah capek-capek sini mami bantuin ya eh oh, oh wait, wait wait tunggu 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 mami sibuk ini mau ke mall Ama sus aja yang ngerjainnya ya 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 oke okay? biar cepet selesai jadi biar sus aja yang ngerjain ya kamu santai-santai aja sana sana nonton tv no mommy i will do it by myself i will try my best uh anak ini dibantuin kok malah nggak mau well We know that it is really important for adults to assist when students are learning, but not to help them by doing the task for them. It will violate academic integrity. What does it mean? So, why is it important for everyone to know, including parents too? Yes, parents doing work for their children is a breach of academic integrity. Students must submit work that they did themselves and shows their own understanding of a topic. Helping your child understand their work or how to solve a problem is fine, but the child must be the one who completes the task. As children move to higher levels of education, if they violate academic integrity, it can result in failing the task or even failing the whole course. Jadi sebenarnya guru atau orang tua bisa bantu nggak sih? Sebenarnya dalam hal penilaian, peran utama orang tua dan guru adalah membimbing dan memfasilitasi, bukan membantu atau mengerjakan pekerjaan atau tugas siswa. Karena dengan mengerjakan tugas anak-anak, justru kita tidak membantu mereka belajar sama sekali. Kalau kita kembali merujuk kepada tujuan penilaian, yang sebenarnya adalah untuk mengetahui sampai di mana siswa belajar. Sehingga kita bisa memberikan bantuan jika memang mereka belum berhasil dalam pembelajarannya. 
Orang tua dapat membimbing dengan memberikan arahan atau mungkin melakukan tanya jawab dengan anak-anak. Sedangkan guru, selain mengajar ya tentu saja, bisa memfasilitasi dengan memberikan instruksi yang jelas dan juga mengajak siswa untuk mendiskusikan hal-hal apa saja yang perlu diperhatikan dan juga bagaimana cara untuk sukses mengerjakan tugas tersebut. Amazing! What makes assessment in Skullchipter special? There are five points that we can conclude. First, main purpose of assessment is to improve learning. Second, students have different learning needs and therefore we use different strategies to assess. Third, our assessment is descriptive and qualitative rather than focus on score. Fourth, students learn how to assess themselves and also to assess their peers. And the fifth one, assessment focuses on process and progress rather than end product only. Betul banget, Esi. Sekarang, pemikiran dan pandangan Oswa jadi terbuka deh tentang penilaian. Karena biasanya nih ya, penilaian selalu menjadi bahasan yang menarik untuk diperbincangkan. Suatu kesempatan yang luar biasa untuk kita bisa mengenal lebih jauh tentang penilaian di sekolah Ciputra. Dimana nilai bukan melulu tentang angka, tetapi semangat untuk memacu kemampuan terbaik siswa di tiap bidang terbaiknya. Can't agree no more with you, Oswa. Oh no, it's time for us to go now. We'll see you in our next SC Podcast. Bener banget SC, nggak kerasa banget ya? Well, podcaster, sampai di sini dulu perjumpaan kita. Maaf banget kalau ada salah-salah kata dan sampai jumpa lagi di Sekolah Ciputra Podcast berikutnya. Stay safe and see you next time. SC and Ozva signing out.